You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 29. And today we're talking about how to make a fitness routine last, how to make it sustainable, how to make it something that you can keep up with, how to make it something that you stay interested in, and all of those components that I know that so many of you struggle with. So if you're interested in learning my tips on how to make a fitness routine last, go ahead and grab your shaker bottle and let's go ahead and get right on in. She Thrives Radio is the workshop style podcast component to the She Thrives blog, a space dedicated to strong women on a mission to live a happy, authentic, purpose-driven, and healthy life. I'm your host, Taylor Gage, blogger and health coach at She Thrives, USA weightlifting and CrossFit coach, portrait photographer, compulsive movie quoter, and someone who loves to see you live big. SheThrivesBlog.com is the hub for everything we talk about here. You ready to do this? All right, guys, so before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my very own brand new, totally free mini training course that you can go sign up for right now if you want. It is called the Body Image Bootcamp, and it's kind of what it sounds like. I am taking you through four video lessons with prompts and homework and exercises and questions and conversations and actionable steps for you to take to be able to just encourage you maybe or challenge you or guide you a little bit further along on your own journey to a healthy, happy body image because that's something that I get asked about a ton. I know it's something that you guys want, so I put it together for you. It's completely free. You can go sign up for that right now on shethrivesblog.com. So head there, enroll yourself. It's four lessons again. They kind of spread out over about 10 days so that you have lots of time to process all the conversations that we're having. It's work, but it's good work. So if you're into that, and you are looking for a little bit of help or guidance in the body image self-love arena, you might wanna check that out. Again, it's the Body Image Bootcamp, totally free. Go help yourself to it right now, shethrivesblog.com. Okay, I also wanted to add this, guys. So I know that body image conversations and confidence conversations are something that you really want to know about. Um, And I know that like, Stay motivated and fitness routines and all that is also on this list because um, if you joined my private Facebook group, She Thrives Tribe, um, it's not my Facebook page, like my public page. We have a private group that you have to request to join. But when you request to join, um, you get the opportunity to ask me anything. And I use that information to help uh, guide the content that I create for you guys. So I know that these are things that you want to hear from. So my, what I'm trying to say is if you haven't joined the group yet, come join because you get to ask me basically anything. And there's a very good chance that I will address it either on this show or on Instagram or on my blog. Um, or now maybe 
Uh, IGTV, which side note, how do we feel about that, guys? I'm still like undecided. I don't really know, but I was thinking it might be actually kind of a cool way to do kind of Q and A's with you guys. So again, if you haven't joined, it's a great place to ask me anything. So you can go to facebook.com slash she thrives tribe and request to join and I will let you in. So lots of good conversations happening in there. So just wanted to make sure you guys are all aware of all the goodness that's happening um, on my blog, on Facebook and all that good stuff. Okay, are you ready to get into today's episode? Because I am ready to talk about it. How to make a fitness routine last. Now, I really want to preface this whole episode with a couple disclaimers. I feel like I always do that. But, you know, these things are never as straightforward as they seem. There's always lots of layers and facets to these conversations. And I want to make sure I'm covering my bases and uh, making sure you understand that it's not always as cut and dry as it may seem. So as a disclaimer for this conversation today, I want to say this. Are there going to be times when no matter what you do, you are just completely uninterested or you do not have time or it's just not a priority for you to like be pursuing fitness like a crazy person? Absolutely. Is this completely normal? Yes. Okay. So there are seasons to this stuff. I have talked about this it seems ad nauseum, but if you haven't read any of my posts or heard any of my podcasts about embracing the seasons of your life, I highly recommend you go back in the archives and shop around a little bit because I do want to say that this stuff changes, it comes and goes. Um, But I do know, like I said in the beginning, that this is a conversation that you guys want to learn about. So today I'm just going to kind of run through my my go-to top six. I have six points here that I wanted to make um, about how to just keep you interested, keep you uh, accountable, keep you there, keep you wanting to go back in your fitness routine, aside from the seasons where it's just not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. So tip number one on this list is to make it easy. Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about necessarily like the type of exercise, right? Like, like taking it easy when you're working out. I'm talking about making it easy to schedule to happen um, in your life, okay? So for example, if you're currently attending a gym that's like a f- you know 30 to 40 minute commute for you that's like out of your way or whatever, like the chances of you being able to keep that up are low. Now, and I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen. I have commuted myself to a gym that's nowhere near convenient for me to get to and I, I did it for a long time because I love the community and XYZ. But Consider that, right? We have to find a way to make it convenient, right? Convenient for you. And I'm going to include that if just making it to a gym in general is inconvenient for you, you don't have to go to a gym, right? To, to, to do fitnessy stuff, right? We can do it at home. There are so many amazing at-home uh, programs out there. Uh, you can do something like uh, running, right? That doesn't require any equipment at all. Um, there are ways to make it convenient and easy for you, but the bottom line here is that it is, I don't know, 86% more likely that you will maintain it if it's convenient. So really take a critical look at I don't know, the gym you're going to, where it's located, how it fits into your schedule with your work and your family and your life. Um, and ask yourself, are you, you know, are you bumping up against like scheduling issues here? And is this place worth it to you? Like I said, I definitely have commuted and it was totally worth it. But if you're just like, if you find yourself 
maybe thinking more often than not, like, ah, I'll skip it today because it's just like such a drive or whatever. I mean, that's a big deal, right? That is, it. that's number one. I don't know if you guys have read any of Gretchen Rubin's books, but she talks, she's an author who I love, um, and you can see all the books I recommend of hers on my blog. If you just go to favorites and there's a little drop down and you can click books, Gretchen Rubin basically studies habits, like habit change and human behavior. So I find it fascinating, but in her research, and one of the things that she suggests to everybody is, is this, it's just like, if it's not convenient for you, it's not going to happen. So it sounds like a duh, but I really encourage you to take a look at that and go, is this convenient for me? Like, is this realistic for me? Considering all I have on my plate right now, all the places I got to be and things I got to do, is this something that fits in? Because if it's not fitting in easily, definitely you can make it and there is a time and place for that. But it just serves us all a little bit better if you can find a way to actually make it vibe with what you got going on. How can you make it more convenient for you? This also includes like bringing your gym stuff to work with you if we're not doing that or, you know, little tweaks that just kind of set you up for success, right? Just make it convenient. It makes such a big difference. The easier it is, the more convenient it is for you, the higher likelihood that you will stick to it. It's as simple as that. Okay, tip number two is to make it fun, you guys. I feel like, and this is something that my friend Steph Godreau talks about a lot. She's like, and I, and I totally resonate with it. I feel like so many of us think that, I don't know, we think of like exercise. And I don't know about you, but when I think about exercising, I'm like, ugh, I have to exercise like who wants to exercise right when you think of it that way I don't know it it conjures up images of like just running on a treadmill in like a fluorescent you know overhead lit gym you know alone and like I don't know it just doesn't doesn't give me like the warm fuzzies thinking about having to exercise so how can we instead make it something that's actually fun for us right Obviously, you guys know at this point, or maybe you don't, but um, I am a CrossFitter through and through. I coach it. I teach it. I do it. I love it. Um, I've been doing it for about six years, and I there I the end is nowhere in sight. I still am as into it today as I was on day one. Now, this might not be the case for you. CrossFit is definitely not for everybody, and I completely understand that. But I encourage you to find your thing. And especially this day and age where fitness, like like boutique fitness um, and just styles of fitness is very kind of, it's so hot right now, you know? I feel like there's just like new stuff popping up all the time. You actually have quite a bit to shop from, right? It's not as like, it's not as simple. It's not as black and white as it used to be. You have so many opportunities to do some really fun shit. Like there are all different kinds of boot camps. There is like spin. You can do dance stuff. You can do rock, rock climbing. There are a million ways to fitness and there's no right way, but the key here is that you find something that's actually fun for you. Because here's the other part of it, convenience and fun, right? Like if we're suffering through it and it's inconvenient, you're never gonna fucking keep up with that. Like that could be on its own the reason that you're constantly struggling to maintain these routines, right? If you feel like you have to keep signing up for marathons and you need to go for a run, but you fucking hate running, Like, no wonder you start and stop this all the time, okay? So 
here's what I'd love you to do. I would love you to shop around. A lot of these places offer like free weeks or like an introductory whatever. So you can go in and you can try stuff like pole fitness, which by the way, I have done and that shit is super fun and really hard. And it's just like so different. Like pole dancing, who knew, right? Uh, You can do hip hop classes. You can do, I mean, you guys get the point, right? There are a million ways for you to fitness. But find something that keeps you interested, right? Find something that has a little bit of a learning curve. Usually that's something that helps us stay motivated and interesting because and interested because there's always kind of something new to learn, right? Which is part of the reason why I love CrossFit and have yet to get tired of it because there's always a new level to reach, right? You're never done. But if you feel like you are just suffering through exercise, you just haven't found your thing yet. Okay, and that is probably why you're struggling to maintain a routine. So shop around, find some videos or find some programs online, find some classes in your neighborhood, do what you got to do. But I promise there is something out there for you that when you walk away, you're like, wow, I cannot wait to go back or I cannot wait to learn more. And you are you're hooked and it's not just exercise. Right. So I know that this sounds really like really simple, but it has to be said, right? Because I think that we sometimes forget that like convenience and ease and actually enjoying this stuff are, are not only like necessary to like maintaining this stuff over the long term and making it sustainable, but like to having you actually like enjoy this process, right? Because if you're suffering through it, this is, you're doing it wrong. There is a way for you to have fun with this. So if you haven't found it yet, you got to shop around a little bit. So do that. Number one, make it convenient for you and your lifestyle. Two, make it fun. You should be enjoying it. Okay, let's talk about number three. I know I already talked about Gretchen Rubin, but we're going to talk about her again. Uh, Like I said, she's very in the habit uh, scene. And this is a little, you know, it's kind of what we're talking about today, how to maintain these habits, right? So number three is understand or know what holds you accountable. So this actually reminds me a little bit of episode number two that I made a few months back uh, that's called How to Actually Keep Your New Year's Resolutions, which is basically just an episode on how to actually stick to your goals of any kind. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend going back and listening to that. But we talked a little bit about this concept, understanding what keeps you accountable. And I put the emphasis on you because there isn't one answer to this. There isn't one sweeping thing that's like, this is how to stay accountable, like hit your goals because everybody's different. And if you have read Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies book, which again, I talked about in that episode as well, then you'll kind of understand the concept here. Um, So I'm not going to explain that book to you, but I highly recommend go check it out and read it. It's one of my favorites. I think you can learn a lot about yourself um, and how you respond to expectations, how you hold yourself accountable, what's more likely to work for you. Um, If you're struggling with that, go read the four tendencies. I will link it in the show notes for you. But that is a huge piece because not everybody is the same here. Some people are held accountable by like literally scheduling it in to their calendar, right? Like booking it in advance. That can be a big help for people. Like no questions asked, like looking down the, the barrel of a new week or a new month, you plug in all your workouts in the beginning, right? Some people are account- held accountable by having like a buddy, like attending these things with a friend. Some people are actually less likely 
to, to see it through if they have a friend. So it's important to know what works for you. Again, I am not going to run through the four tendencies, but I highly recommend that you read it or go back and listen to episode number two, where I do kind of break it down a little bit and help you kind of understand the concept. So tip number three is just having an awareness and knowing precisely what keeps you accountable. And then obviously doing that thing, right? Making that part of your plan, having an awareness about it and working it into the mix. All right. Now. Tip number four here is one that you've probably heard me say a lot. It's probably one that you've heard a lot of different uh, bloggers or coaches say. So this may not be news, but there's a reason everybody is saying this all like all over the place and all the time um, because it's important. And that is to understand what your why is, right? So if you're just thinking like, oh, I need to go for a run today, or I really need to get back into running, or I really need to get back into the gym or back into my routine uh, because I haven't been in a while, right? And that's kind of like, and you're like shaming yourself. You're like, oh, I just like, I'm not keeping up with it. Like, and you're giving yourself a hard time. And that's why you're kind of pressuring yourself back into these routines. Dude, it's going to be really hard to maintain that in like a healthy, happy, enjoyable way for you, right? If that's just how we're getting there is kind of pushing ourselves, beating ourselves up about it, bullying ourselves into getting back into these routines or starting these routines at all. And as a quick side note, I know I mentioned in the intro or in the beginning of this episode about our private um, Facebook group, She Thrives Tribe. And I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago, I actually went live in there And I broke down my personal strategy for getting yourself back into a routine when you've been out of it for a long time, whether that's you're just feeling unmotivated or you've been traveling or you've been sick or you had an injury or anything like that. If you just are like trying to figure out how to get your ass back into routine, like something that makes you feel good, um, I shared my personal strategy with you and it's still in that group. So if you haven't seen that, if you're not a member yet, go hop over there. I'll link the group in the show notes for you. But again, you can just search She Thrives Tribe on Facebook and hop in there and watch that video. And that'll give you some tips for kind of understanding your why, like we're talking about here, and getting yourself back into a routine. Now, for those of you who maybe aren't starting or like restarting a routine, but just can't seem to maintain, like keep up your steam while you're in it. Again, this is worth looking at. Like, are you just telling yourself that you have to go exercise, right? Uh, Because otherwise, I don't know, something bad's going to happen, right? Are you like shaming yourself? Are you letting kind of fear and shame and guilt drive the carriage here? Because if you are, that is likely your problem with keeping up your motivation or your interest. Because that's not a positive, healthy, happy way to be thinking about this stuff for yourself. So I encourage you instead to think about your why on a deep level. It's not because you're gonna feel guilty if you don't go. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for why. Do you wanna exercise because you want to be able to play with your kids and like keep up with them in the yard? Do you want to be fit for uh, I, I mean, I can't answer this for you. This is where you got to think about this and go, yeah, actually, why do I want to do this? And we need to find that little nugget because that is what will keep you going. We have to know what that is. Okay. And this kind of leads us into the next, the next thing on this list. They're kind of one in the same, but I want to 
to separate them because they're not always the same. So number four is to understand your why, but it's closely followed by this. I don't want your why to be, I want to fit into size four pants or I want to hit my goal weight. Okay, so this is kind of a bigger conversation. I have talked about this on the blog. Um, I've talked about the problem with progress that nobody talks about, which I really encourage you to read. I have so much shit linked in the show notes today, guys. I hope you go through and and shop around all these things that I'm talking about here because I think this stuff can really help you uh, if you're struggling to maintain a fitness routine. Okay, so this number five is to not be focused on results, but instead focused on feelings. Now, I'm going to say this, you, and I said this before, this is not news, but you are entitled to whatever you want for yourself and your body. So if you really want, you know, to lose weight or to lose body fat or to look a certain way or to chase an aesthetic, I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to tell you that that's wrong, but here's why I want you to look through it look at it through this lens in terms of longevity and sustainability um, and how it's working into your life because a couple things. One, should you hit that goal, which is awesome, great, congratulations, super, now what, right? Now, Now what? So we hit the goal and this is what happens usually is it's kind of a slippery slope. We hit the goal, but we find that we're still missing this piece that we were looking for, right? We're missing uh, feeling like super hot. Like that doesn't always, that feeling of like confidence or whatever it is, doesn't always come from looking a certain way, which is like very, like I think people get caught up in because they think that when they can get to their goal weight, all of a sudden they'll feel X, Y, Z. And it doesn't always work that way. So when they get to their goal, they continue chasing like, you know, lower and lower body fat, right? Because they think, well, they're just not there yet. So it must be, we must be getting there soon. Um, And then it's like the target, the finish line is always moving, I guess I should be saying, right? And so, like I said, you're welcome to chase any aesthetic or thing for your body that you want. But if you are struggling to stay motivated in your fitness routine, you might want to check out what's really driving you. Is your why to fit into smaller pants? Because that could be your missing link here as to why you're not staying motivated. Because at the end of the day, that is not a deep enough reason. That is not like connected to you in a real like value-based way. And therefore will very like struggle to stay afloat as like for reasons that you want to stay motivated. So what I want you to focus on instead here is to focus on feelings. Okay. Oh, but I also want to say this, that's where people, okay. So let's say you hit your goal, right? That's great. But here's the other side of it. You might not hit your goal, right? And so if you're working and you're working and you're working and you aren't really seeing the results in the gym, or you aren't getting to this like goal weight or whatever you have in mind, that can also be like really frustrating for people. And that's enough for people to throw in the towel. So again, no matter where you are on this side of like a chasing these aesthetics, um, I think I just said a uh, chasing these aesthetics, <laughs> no matter where you are on either side of this, whether you hit them or not, it's not enough to keep you there. Does that, like, does that make sense? Like it's not rooted in something super real, but you know what is super real is how you feel and that we can really like work with. Like that's something that we can do something with. So 
I want you to be focused on your feelings and feelings of like, why do you go into the gym and like, how do you feel when you're there? And the gym is just like, I'm kind of using as a a loose term here. This can be any kind of fitness. How do you feel when you go for a run? How do you feel when you're in the studio? Whatever it is you're doing. When you're working out, when you're moving your body, how are you feeling? Like getting in tune with that. How do you feel right after? Like, do you feel fucking awesome? Do you feel powerful? Do you feel sexy? Do you feel whatever it is, right? Getting in touch with that because that identifying those feelings and really knowing that that's how the workout makes you feel, that is what will keep you coming back. Because you know what, guys? I've been doing this for a long time. You will not always continue to see results, right? You just won't. You will not always have these these stretches of time where you're PRing all the time, right? You're not going to be winning every workout in the gym all day, like for years and years. It doesn't work like that, right? Like we will plateau eventually a little bit or PRs will come fewer and farther in between. It's just what happens. So we got to look beyond that, right? It's not just fitting into a pant size. It's not just winning the workouts. Like really, what do you love about that experience? Like name it, write it down, identify it, because that's the stuff that will keep you coming back in a real, like that's the stuff that's tied to like a valuable system that you can recognize and will keep you coming back. Again, I've talked about this concept a lot, a lot, a lot. You can shop around the blog. You can listen to some previous episodes here. I have talked about this a ton, but it's for a good reason. I don't want you focused on results. I want you focused on feelings. Okay. And again, I could do a whole episode on here talking about this. And I think I might, but if you're just like always one of those people who's chasing an aesthetic or always looking for immediate results, like that is not, that's probably why we're not maintaining our routine. Like that's probably why this is a struggle. So let's just shift our perspective on it. Let's think about how it makes us feel and has to have that be our driver instead of results. All right. So that is number five. We have one more left on this list. I'm just going to run through everything, though, to sum up what we've talked about, because I know we kind of covered a lot of different things here. So how to make a fitness routine last? Number one, make it easy. Easy as in convenient, because if it is convenient for you and your lifestyle, you are, again, I don't know, let's say 92% more likely to actually keep up with it. It's just that simple. It just is. It's science. Do it. Number two. Make it fun. It should be enjoyable to you. There is not one size fits all for fitness. There's a million ways to do this. And if you're not having fun with it, you're doing it wrong. Shop around. There's so much stuff out there. So find something that you actually enjoy. Number three, understand what keeps you accountable personally. And again, this varies so much from person to person. So there's no right answer here. So I encourage you to actually do some research here read the four tendencies, get in touch with how you respond to things, like pay attention uh, to your habits and behaviors to know what is more likely to keep you accountable and what is more likely to have you just say no thanks. Number four, understand your why, right? Why are we really doing this? What's really driving the, the, the choices behind what we're doing here? And very closely related to this is number five. If your why is simply results, that could be it. That could be our our disconnect right there. So instead of focusing on results, focus on feelings. How are you feeling? Let that be the driver behind your choices. 
So last thing on this list, guys, that I'm going to mention today for how to make a fitness routine last is to consider your life, basically. Consider all the holistic lifestyle factors that are also involved with maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So sometimes when people, especially like the stop and go, like the people who start uh, a lot and then like drift off on these routines tend to, when they begin, like go fucking ham right? They go all in. They're like, I'm committing. Here we go. And just go bonkers. Like they're in the gym all the time, right? It's like an all or nothing approach. And sometimes when we do that, what we're doing is we don't even realize, but we're, we're burning ourselves out. Like we are just burning ourselves out. So if you consider things like how is your sleep? How is your recovery from your, from your workout? How is like stress in your life at work? Um, because all of these things, if they're not there, right? If you're not recovering, if you're not sleeping, if you're stressed out in work and all this stuff and you're going into the gym and just like adding to that, it's so easy to just be like, oh my God, this is completely exhausting and I'm totally burned out and I can't keep up with this right now, right? Does that sound familiar at all? Just being like, I just, this is so much, This is so much for me to take on right now. And it's just like tiring my body out. It's stressing me out even more, right? So it's important for us to take a look at our our life and like make sure that we are actually giving our bodies enough time to rest and recover. And it's also important that we understand that physical like stress, like like when we're working out, that's, that's physical stress to our body. And our body does not know the difference between the stress from a workout and the stress from a deadline. It's just read as stress. So if you're going ham in the gym and you've got deadlines and you're like fucking freaking out about a lot of other shit, you're going to feel completely zapped and it's very hard to keep that up, right? There's, I mean, like, I get it. That's tough to maintain. So again, there's no real right answer here, but I do want you to look at it and ask yourself at the very least, like, how are you recovering from this stuff? How are you sleeping? Are you giving yourself enough time? How is your stress management? Because this could be the like hidden, this could be like, this could be the missing link, right? Between you being able to maintain this stuff long-term and not. Because if it is a long-term, sustainable part of your life, like in your lifestyle, like a fitness routine, we've got to be able to make sure that these things move in cycles and know that sleep and recovery and like taking it easy is a part of this. And it doesn't have to be 100% all the time, right? So I encourage you to just maybe take it easier if you're just feeling burned out or give yourself a rest. And I'm going to bring this full circle back to the disclaimer that I talked about in the beginning of this show, where if you are just, you know, happen to be in this weird, like kind of stretch of time where you just don't know what's going on because you usually love exert, like you love working out, you usually love it. It's usually easy for you to maintain, but for whatever reason, you're just like not into it right now. That is normal. Okay, there's nothing wrong. Like we didn't fall off the the wagon. That's normal. This stuff moves in cycles, right? It just, it's not always going to be there. And if you're just like in this strange stretch, it's okay to just let it be. You don't have to force it, right? Again, I talked about my experience kind of feeling like drifting and like not motivated and not on a routine recently in the private Facebook group, She Thrives Tribe. So go hop over there to watch that to learn a little bit more about my uh, advice for getting out of those uh, stretches. But again, it's okay. And don't stress. Seasons of life. This is just part of the deal. 
So I hope you understand that that's okay too. We don't always have to be fighting to have this be a part of our daily routine. It's okay to go a stretch of time without any fitness, okay? It's not gonna kill us. But if you're somebody who is just like, serially just like always struggling to maintain this stuff and it's just always been something that you just can't figure out how to do I hope that some of these tips helped you today and I hope that they help you just kind of establish a little bit more of what works personally for you and be able to integrate it into your life in like a realistic and sustainable way so there you have it guys that's my six tips for making a fitness routine last i hope you enjoyed this you know the deal if you like this episode please take two seconds to leave me a review i love reading them, and your words help new people find this show. So if you're interested in spreading the good word, leaving a review is such an awesome way to do that. So I always appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Thrives Radio. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And then head on over to SheThrivesBlog.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thank you for listening. Until next time.